to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I'm your host, the Coupon Queen Femme. Guys, I have an amazing guest today by the name of Anne, and she is going to help us learn how to not give in to the bad guy and motivate our good guy. So let's take a moment out, and I'll be right back with Anne. So guys, like I was saying, I have Ann Dector. And you guys have been asking a lot, how can I change my life? What's going on? What can I do? Well, guess what? I brought you guys a coach. And she's not your typical coach, but I will let her tell you what I mean. So Anne, please introduce yourself to my listeners. Hi, everyone all over the world. I am Anne Shoshana Dector, and I became a coach because of a very hard wake-up call in my life. And I think that's what happens to a lot of people is they have a moment of drama and trauma and something happens and you wake up and you say, my life's not working the way I want it to work. I I know I'm here for a greater than purpose, but I just don't know what it is. Does that make sense? Oh, it definitely makes sense. It definitely makes sense. Okay, so let's get into something really quickly, because I think when people hear the word trauma, they automatically think of this big kaboom moment. And even I found out even myself realizing that trauma is different for different people. It just means it's something traumatic that happens according to you. So when you say that, what do you mean? Okay, so so a wake. I, can we use the word wake up call? Is that better? Sure, sure. Okay, so we're going to use the word wake up call. So a wake up call can be a big boom moment. It could be a uh, an accumulation of many moments that culminate in one final moment, the final straw. So it could be a divorce, it could be launching your last child, it could be, God forbid, a death in the family, it could be, uh, it could be a change of job, it could be so many different things. For me, um, I was in a, a, a marriage that was going nowhere, I was part of a, of a business, we, we had started a business, and I hated every single moment. And then I was kind of just coasting along like most people do. You just coast, you coast, you coast. You have some good good moments, a lot of bad moments, but you think this is the way it is. And then what happened that tipped me over the edge? There's a tipping point. What tipped me over the edge was my dad came to visit me and dropped dead in my house. And yeah, that that was the tipping point. Now, Why was that the tipping point? Because my dad taught me such an incredible lesson. He always wanted to be a vet. And what happened is when he met my mom, when she was 16 and he was 19, 
And they dated for two years and they wanted to get married. And my grandparents basically told my dad, you can either come into the family business or go to vet school, but we we're not, we're not supporting vet school and marriage. It's not happening. So my father gave up on a lifelong dream. And what happened is when I was two years old, he bought his first horse. When I was three years old, he bought his second horse. And by the time I was eight years old, we moved to a farm. He always, while working in the family business, but he was always trying to recreate that inside purpose to be a healer. And I always remember this because we were kind of always as a family so outside the box. Right. It's like, okay. Who's, who's moving to a farm? Who? Who? Right. Who does that? Right. <laughs> you know, from growing up in the city and living a city life, who? Who's moving to a farm? Who's like taking their whole family and doing that? So, but I know only now, looking back with hindsight, I know that the reason he did that was because he was compensating for a lack, for a big empty hole inside. And. Ah. That's, that's where I come in as the coach is to truly empower women not to live a life of regret and to live a life with this big empty gaping hole inside that nothing can feel fill not money not not relationship not career not shopping Nothing. I mean, those things are great and they're temporary fixes, but after a while you end up feeling more empty than before. Right, right. Now I want to go back to something you said, and this actually, and I, I, this was the reason I said, Ooh, was the whole, when you said the first horse and the second horse, and then you're moving to a farm and now He's trying to fulfill what he could not fulfill, that one dream, that one passion that was inside him all the time, even though he took another route. Correct. So how do we, and, and, and I know we all, there are some, at some point we kind of all do it where we'll say, okay, you know what? I'll get to it later. I'll get to it, you know, I'll get to it when I get to it. But how do we say, hey, no, this is the moment. This, this is the moment I have to do this. Like I said, when I first started, for most people, it's the tipping point. It's a wake-up call that causes that shift. And my work is to help women make the shift without the wake-up call, to become more self-aware to really listen to themselves. Like, so step number one, I call it in my book, monitoring your internal dialogue. You have to start looking inside. You have to start listening to the voices. Now, why do I say the voices? Because typically there are two voices that run us. I don't know. I mean, I I might age myself here with uh, the Flintstones. So I grew up watching the Flintstones and they always had this depiction of the little white angel sitting on. Right. 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 Or Barney's right shoulder and the little red cartoon devil sitting on their left shoulder. Right. 
And the red devil was going, do it, do it, do it. Like the bad thing. And the white angel is going, no, no, no. So this is, this is what we have in our, in our psyche. And, and universal wisdom calls this the good guy and the bad guy. Okay. So we got the good guy and the bad guy. And right, these, two, right. these two voices are constantly battling it out inside. You know, we're not psychotic. We're not schizophrenic. It's, it's just, that's the way humans are created. Exactly. Exactly. So you need to learn how to listen and identify who is talking. Because your your good guy is always going to be pushing you to do good, be good, live your greater than purpose, move forward, transform, self-actualize. Your bad guy is always going to be take, do what you want, don't care who you hurt in the process, be selfish, you only YOLO, you only live once, right? YOLO, that's yeah, like- we hear it all the time, we hear it all right? the time. But that's not for our highest good and potential to YOLO. We got to know what we're YOLOing for. And if it's just going to be for moment, momentary, immediate gratification, well, that's not going to improve us or do anything to help the world heal. Okay. Okay. So who is talking now? Obviously once we learn, and that's what I, I help you understand how to do that. And once we identify who's talking is we're constantly filtering the voices and constantly moving more to listening to the good guy. And we become very proficient, like fast. We know, we know who's talking. We get it. We get it. We get, okay, 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 okay. So it's like a constant, I call it like living in lag. So what does that mean? It's like when you're watching a foreign film and they have subtitles. Okay. The voice and the, the, the voice and the the lips and the voice don't coordinate. So that's constantly what's going on in our brain. We're listening and there's like a lag before we talk. So, cause we have to first ask who's talking. So that takes a second or two to like, just look inside and say, okay, who's talking? Let me connect with that. Let me, let me clue in. And then, oh, okay. I'm going to listen to the good guy. Not listening right, to the guy. Right, right, right. Wow. So here's the question because I, I did recently hear it said that sometimes we go at this thing where we're saying, you know, that's just how I am. And we're excusing bad behavior. Is that more listening to the bad guy? That's kind of like relinquishing total control to the bad guy. (laughs) Okay. Okay. How so? Because it's, we have a, we have a body and a soul. The desire of the body is to take, be selfish, immediate gratification, satisfy my physical whims and desires. The voice of the soul is all about expanded realms of consciousness, doing good, being good, healing, transforming for the better. Okay, okay. So it's much easier, however, to just listen to the body consciousness. 
It's strong, mm. loud, it's insistent. I don't want to get up in the morning. I need 10 cups of coffee. Oh my God, I'm tired. I the body is constantly talking to us and driving us crazy. Constantly. Right, right, right. I'm cold, I'm hot, I'm fat, I'm thin, I'm happy, I'm sad. I'm like, constantly. Okay. Feed me. Take care of me. The voice of the soul, however, is much quieter. And not only that, we have to understand that everything in life is about living in balance, feeding the, feeding the soul and feeding the body. It's all about living in balance. You can have it all. We're, as a matter of fact, we're created to have it all. Where we get into trouble is when we just listen to the, to the, to the bad guy, the body consciousness, and are constantly consumed with just immediate gratification, materialism, acquisition, ego, all that stuff. The voice of the soul, we have to, that's why I'm saying we have to really, we can say the voice of the soul is the good guy. The voice of the body is the bad guy. So you have to really quiet yourself down a second, meditation, a spiritual practice. You have to quiet yourself down a little bit so you can listen to the voice of the soul. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. This definitely makes sense. This definitely makes sense. So, okay. Now question. Yes, you definitely did. You okay. definitely did. Because I would have never thought of it as just giving in, you know, we, we totally always think, giving in. yeah. And, and, Total. and yeah. We and it's it. one of those, it's one of those things where we hear, oh yeah, you know what, that, that's just how I am. And it's always, it's not like, oh, that's just how I am. I'm just a nice person. It's always like, that's just how I am. And you're excusing this horrible thing that you've done. So there's another thing that I'd like to add to this mix. So in this whole soup, we have something called a tikkun. It is a holy word from the Hebrew language that means to fix or to correct. Okay. Uh -huh. okay. So each one of us is born with a tikkun, a reason that we are here, something that we are here to fix. Okay, so in other words, what you're saying, and, and let me just get this right, is okay. we all have a purpose, we all have a journey. Correct. Okay. And it's a divine one. It's okay. not just to take up space, make money, and spend it, and be famous, and be YouTube celebrity, not YouTube, uh, social media celebrities, and how many hits you get, and likes, and views, and it's all about what am I here to fix? Because when I fix it, I feel great. I no longer have a hole inside. I no longer doubt the reason why I'm here. The question, what is my purpose? Why I am, why am I here? Is the most disturbing, painful, existential question of all time. And that's what I answer. Really? And you know, the funny thing is, I think we've always hear people asking like, what is the reason for my existence? Why am I here? And we don't question it because I think even thinking about it, I've heard people say that since I was a child, you know, like, why am I here? What's the purpose? What's the, you know, and 
one thing I have noticed is it seems like as people get older, they stop questioning and start surviving. It's very strange. It goes from a, why am I here? What's my purpose? I want to live to, hey, I'm just here. I'm existing in this space. I'm surviving. Well, thank God the people I, I, if that were the case, I'd be put out of business, right? (laughs) So thank God there are are so many people who, as they get older and there's being smashed with one challenge after another, one, there are keeping it simplistic here. One of two ways to respond is exactly like you said, survival. And the other way to respond is no, I'm not giving in. I'm going to fight this. I'm going to fight for my happiness, my joy, my fulfillment, my life's purpose. I'm fighting for it. And that's the person I work with. Beautiful. And it's it's like going to the gym. If you want to build beautiful, sleek, healthy muscles, you got to work at it. And Some days it's easier than other days. Some days you have more energy than other days. Some days it's harder. And that's the same mentality that we need to put into listening and defining who's talking into wanting to answer that question. What is my purpose? Why am I here? It's not going to come easy. This is a practice. Mm. Okay. I need you to say that again for the people in the back, because I think what we really think, and it's so crazy to me is somehow we think our purpose is just going to fall out of the sky. And it's just going to be like, Oh, I love what you just said. Cause that's like one of my things in my like marketing is that we just sit there and say one day it'll just magically happen. It'll just drop into my lap. False. Exactly. False. Anything worth having and what could be more worth having than a joy, a life of joy and fulfillment and purpose and contribution and meaning you have to fight for, you have to work for. Oh, so, so when my parents told me what you want is wrapped up in overalls and looks like work, they weren't kidding. No, they weren't kidding. Wow. And I think that's really what it is, is we're trying to figure out and, and unfortunately, now you guys know I am guilty of watching some reality shows, but I think things like Housewives have given us the idea that it's just, I'm going to get to this place and I'm going to party and I'm going to live this lavish lifestyle and be able to travel. And this is the way life is supposed to be. And nothing is supposed to, uh, you know, it's everything is unicorns, rainbows and kittens. I'm going to repeat something because I know people always, you know, my, the people who know and love me know that I have a wicked sense of humor, but the part they have to overcome first is the fact that we have to fight for our light, fight for our joy. I call myself the spiritual woman warrior. So, okay. So people have a hard time with that. I don't want to fight for anything. I want it to be easy. Okay. I get that. And how's that been working for you lately? Is that giving you what you want? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. It's time to try something new. 
But I can tell you, there's no greater joy than riding the wave, looking back after the challenge, seeing the mountain that you have climbed and saying, yes, I did this. I created this. No one can take this away from me. That is so awesome. That is so awesome. So, okay. You decided not only to be a coach, but to write a book. What made you say, okay, you know what? I have to do more than just what's in office, making these Zoom visits and making sure that people are coming to me and doing webinars. I need to write a book so that the people that aren't necessarily coming to have appointments with me can get some of this. What made you say that? It was my calling. I, I was led. It was something I, it was a voice, the, the, the voice of the good guy inside that kept whispering me, you got to share this with the world. You got to share this. With, and I have kids and they need, you just got to share this with the world because no one knows. It's like we are born with a, with a instruction manual, but it needs to be decoded. It needs to be shared. And after all of my trials and tribulations, I said, I have got to get this system out into the world. I have to get hope out into the world. I have to let people know that there is a way out and forward and to joy and meaning and purpose. I had to do it. There was no other option for me. And I had to listen. I kind of, at that moment, I felt like my dad. It's either buy a horse or write a book. (laughs) Okay. Well, I guess we're, we're glad that you didn't buy a horse. Let's, let's put it that way. We're glad you didn't buy a horse. So, okay. But you're also not only doing that, you are still practicing and you're still coaching people. So you have some amazing things coming up. You're offering some for beginners, for people that first come to see you. And then you have an ongoing practice. So what is it? beginners can get from you? All right. There's a few ways that we can, we can connect. First of all, I give away a uh, free guide. It's called the five critical Kabbalah life hacks for living a no regrets life. So in this guide, I really break down the five major principles to start getting people in tune with hope. It's possible. This is what I can do. I make it very tangible, very step-by-step and simple. So that's number one. And I can, uh, I can leave the link with you and anyone can, can go ahead and grab that guide. Second is my book. And that's, it, it presents, it's just a longer version. It presents the whole step-by-step system in 150 pages And then of course, there's my, if people are really in a now moment and they are really ready to take themselves on, they're really ready to break this cycle of of trauma and drama, and they really want to move into their highest potential, then I do a five-week coaching program where it's the fastest way to get the job done. So there are many different ways. Everybody is at a different level. But I really, really love to work with the person who says, I know I'm here for a greater than purpose. I don't know what it is, but it's time to get off the fence. It's time to find out. 
Ooh, and you know what? You've mentioned that a couple of times, being on the fence. And I think one of the things is, and even for myself, there was a point when I didn't realize I was straddling the fence. You're, 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 you don't kind of don't want to make a choice. And even in that you're sitting there, you're choosing to kind of try to balance. And sometimes you're actually, no, I'm not even going to say sometimes a lot of times you're not doing it very well because you don't want to go in. You don't want to go out. You don't want to pick one side or the other. So how do we recognize that? Hey, you know what? I'm not making a choice and I'm consciously choosing not to make a choice because I think that's the thing is people are saying, I'm not making a choice, but you are choosing, you're choosing not to make the choice you know you should be making. The answer is pain, pure and simple. How painful is it on a scale of one to 10? Is sitting on that fence comfortable? You're just perching there and you got a wide, it's kind of the fence is wide. So your, your tush, your butt is like sitting there, no problem. Or are you sitting on a post and it's poking at you and you're, it's hurting you? How much pain are you in? Mm, okay. Okay. Wow. Because I think that's what we don't think of is at some point it's going to narrow and we are going to have to move. We're going to have to move. And again, you have two choices. You can go into survival mode and suffer, or you can say, even though I don't know how to do this. I'm going to fight. I'm going to come out swinging. Wow. Wow. Okay. So one, where can everybody find you? And like, this is so amazing. Where can everybody find you? So the best way to find me is on Facebook. My, the link to uh, the free guide is on Facebook. They can message me, message me from Facebook as well. And it's uh, Anne. A-N-N-E, my middle name, Shoshana, S-H-O-S-H-A-N-A, last name, Dector, D-E-A-K-T-E-R, or they can email me at D for my last name, at Gmail. Do you, do you have a place to put links or? Yes, uh, yes. So guys, yeah, don't, don't worry, as you know. You won't miss a thing because all of her information will be in the show notes. So you won't be missing anything. Where can they find your book? Because I know some Uh, people are just like, I got to get the book. Amazon, Barnes and Noble. I'm there. And the book is called, You Aren't Here to Be Good. You Are Here to Be Better. How to Reclaim Hope, Purpose, and fulfillment in a world gone crazy. Whoa. Okay. Wait, you, you stuck me with the, you aren't here to be good part because I think we all think, you know, I'm just going to be a good person. I'm, I'm nothing, nothing's going to go crazy because I'm a good person. And, and we hear, we hear ourselves saying this. So the fact that you're saying you're not here to be good, you're here to be better. It's a growth process. As long as you're living and breathing, you can grow. And that's why we're here. That's one of our global tikkuns, our global corrections. We're all here to be better. We're all here to heal the world, to heal ourselves. And 
anyone who says to me, I'm perfect just the way I am, I have nothing to learn or grow. Obviously, that's not the person that's in alignment with the universe that I could work with and who's in denial. And I think that's one of the things is that we, we, we'd love to think that everyone is accepting, but we have to realize that everyone isn't. So you yeah. really think it's about acceptance. It's not about acceptance. This is a personal journey. True. Okay. Okay. Definitely. 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 I, I love that. I love that. So in other words, what you're saying is where people take to t- choose to take their journey is their own. I would hope so. That is awesome. That is awesome. And it has been amazing having you guys. Her information will be in the show notes. So of course, again, you won't miss a thing. Thank you for for coming on. I have learned so much. I learn every day because I'm not here to be good. I'm here to be better. So guys, I hope that you enjoyed this as much as I did. Did you learn about not necessarily giving in and motivating yourself? All of Anne's information will be in the show notes. So of course you won't miss a thing. But as always, guys, be good to yourselves and be good to each other. And happy shopping. Hey everyone, it's Angelica from A Little Bit of Everything With Me podcast, and you're listening to CQP Moments with the Coupon Queen Pen. Don't forget to like and subscribe and rate her podcast.